It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it is time. Another NFL in London podcast. It's a week three preview. Wade and Ryan. Um, late to the game, but we're still playing. We're, we're still playing. Just hey, a little bit late, we're, we're, but we're going to do it for people who need something, especially in England. The people who need, you got like six hours, six, seven yes. hours now. You still got to wait for the games. Yeah, we so got the, time fam, to to the podcast. fam jam. We'll, we'll rock this in for you as well. Uh, try to get all of the information. And heck, it's only a week away till the NFL uh, heads over to England. Um, oh, yes. It's crazy. Next the week. Jacksonville Jaguars in, in Atlanta. Uh, I've seen tickets on sale now. Pretty good. Uh, but next week, uh, we're already going to have the games. This week, though, however, we are going to look back at the, the Thursday night game as well as make our picks and predictions for all the week three slate. Very exciting. Ron and I are very excited. Thursday night game, um, you and I both predicted uh, a beatdown. I was one point off in each way. 31 to 13 is what I picked. It was 30 to 12. Um, Man, uh, who's going to stop them? Uh, them 49ers? It's not going to be the Giants. It's just, yeah, it's, they just look solid, like top mm-hmm. to bottom, right? Like, yeah. And it's funny because the whole like discourse is that even though Brock Purdy walks in, does his job, he's like, um, he's just like, um, but like that guy who just always comes into work every day, does his job, never says anything, but he's just, oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you did. You're cutting out. But okay. he's consistent. And I think that's what you're saying is, is Brock Purdy's consistent. You know, we joked about it last year. You could put a goat behind that offensive line and defensive line and he'd be fine. Um, but, um, you know, the, the McCaffrey, George Kittle, I mean, he was spreading the ball around. And the problem was that the Giants defense. Oh, my God. And uh, and Daniel Jones. It was hell for them. They couldn't get anything going. Yeah, San Francisco just made it look easy. That's kind of what I was saying. Brock Ferry just comes in, makes it look easy, does his job. And and everyone's still kind of, even me, it's just like, yeah, I walked because I watched it and I was like, but he didn't like, it was never once where I was like, what a play by Purdy. That no. nice throw to Debo was good. That was a good yeah. pass to Debo. Nice catch. Uh, but they, you know what I mean? And it's and it's not against him. I guess it's it's partly where he was drafted. If he was like a first rounder, I'd probably be like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's you're just waiting for the wheels to eventually fall off. I'm really excited for I think it might be even next week is uh, San Francisco, Dallas. Yeah. To finally I, have that kind of test. The marquee uh, match. Put, yeah, because right now, like Purdy's played, even though they did beat Pittsburgh, which is a good defense. Um but, you know, the Giants, and they just have that. I want that big battle that they're going to have. And I think this is next week's going to be the true Purdy test. If he passes that, wow. And yeah. by the way, I did play him in fantasy because I was like, I had to bench Justin yeah. Fields. Yeah, couldn't, of course. Couldn't play, I couldn't play him anymore, especially even though he's, and Purdy got me 20 points. It was just like yeah. solid workmanlike effort. It was, it was great. It, it's counter because I mean, we talked about, you know, Josh Allen and the previous week and him hero balling it down the field and that he needed to to be smart and he needed to be boring i mean that's what purdy is he's boring he he i think yeah. he's perfect for a coach he does what you tell him does exactly what you tell him he's not you know and it, maybe you want a guy who's a bit more hero but for a guy to just get the ball down the field make the connections you know move it move it consistently that's exactly what you want as a coach you know a coachable guy Young guy. He's Trent, he's Trent Dilfer. He's Trent Dilfer. Like yeah. just it's got a solid D, solid team. Just don't just don't vomit on yourself and just don't turn it over and you'll be fine. Yeah, and we'll, like I a, can trust in Shanahan. A, a Chad Henney. Yeah, something like that. 
Um, but even it's funny, it's funny too because I did, I, I do the Stephen Ruiz who works for the Ringer is like a big quarterback guy. Always does like rankings and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's like the uh, he's the biggest meh to Purdy, uh, Purdy guy ever. And he's just like even after the game, you know, three hundred yards, two touchdowns, and he just wrote, yeah, Nick Mullins did the exact same thing in in Shanahan's office, like no. like. It didn't feel like, oh my God, they have found this. It's just like, yeah, that shit. Put anyone in there. It's yeah. kind of like the way their running game did. And like McCaffrey, every time he touched it, was like nine yards up the field. Yeah, almost never got tackled for a loss. It was just, it was just looked easy for them, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, that's how what I came away from it. It's just like, yeah, that was just easy football. Yeah, and I mean, for the Giants, you obviously have to look at this and go, you're not in the same tier. You know, you, you if you, if you were to have a rematch against this. You couldn't imagine it going the Giants' way. Yeah, Yeah, you're going to lose it every time. So for a team like that, I think in the NFL, you want to have, if we lose a game, well, we should be able to beat these guys next week. We still have that. If you You don't have that. And they didn't have Saquon. They didn't have Saquon. So literally your best player isn't playing. So it's going to be hard. But like if if McCaffrey is out, I still think the score is the same. Yeah, no, exactly. Right. right we're, we'll get into so, our uh, our week one games or week three games week one <laughs> i want to go back in time week three yeah. games now one of the things i want to throw out here as a betting note to everyone it's something i have been doing all day there is a horrible storm and horrible weather coming yes, up in the yeah, east yeah, coast yeah. uh the forecast in florida is going to be over 100 110 degrees with 95 percent chance of rain there's supposed to be hurricane-like conditions in the baltimore game uh, in the in the Buffalo game, the Washington game. So I'm telling you folks out there now, the under is your friend today. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Low scoring points. Also a lot of drop balls. All right. These games are going to be very low. And look at the Florida game. When you look at this, the temperature is just horrible. It's horrible football playing weather. So keep that in mind because I've been looking at all these things, trying to find some value and the weather looks hell. Yeah, I was thinking the same. I was thinking the same thing with the, this storm that there's going to be a lot of those unders. Yeah, yeah so I it, think I'm definitely going to pick a couple. The one, so the one storm's just hit North Carolina. It's just going through. You can watch a lot of it in the weather systems. But what is going to happen is that when you're looking at the the Washington Buffalo game, they're going to get dumped on. Um, yeah. You're looking at the Indianapolis Baltimore game. Any of these outdoor games, Denver at Miami is going to be crap. The Jets game is going to be crap. The Jacksonville game is going to be crap. It's maybe not. Gonna, it's not going to hit as far as Cleveland. And Green Bay, it's still not going to be great there, but the rest of it's going to be very wet. So it's and something not, to consider. Yeah, and not only gambling, like fantasy. You got to make fantasy that, gambling. Have, so, just okay. for example, I have Lamar Jackson against um in in that game. Now it's yep. like any other day, that's a like easy game. But now yep. it's like, do I, is he going to be able to throw it? And the receiver. Well, is he going to be running it? Is he going to be running it more? And that's what you also have to look at when you have a running yeah. quarterback like Lamar, and you look at the injuries that have taken a, a place against Baltimore. So wait, maybe he he'll, he the over will be on his feet because it's going to be wet. It's going to be slippery. Let's start yes. with a big game. The one game I'm very excited for. This line has changed a few times. It was a pick'em. The LA Chargers are 0 and 2, as are the Minnesota <sighs> Vikings, who are 0 and 2. However, um, the the line is actually it was a pick'em. Now it's Minnesota minus one. 51 and a half is the over under in this one. You know, it's Kirk Cousins has been putting up. These two quarterbacks have been balling in terms of putting up the yards, in terms of putting up the points. But no one can get a win. Not, yeah. Minnesota at home. It's an early game. Uh, the Chargers. Man, I'm excited to watch this one. Um, 
what are you thinking in this one, Ryan? It will be a good game. I just I hate everything about. I'm not I'm not going near this game, Betty. It's like the two teams that can't be trusted in in gambling mm-hmm. playing against each other. Like every time like the Chargers have screwed me twice this year, they've had a chance to win it, so I'm out with them. Minnesota, I and this kind of just feels like either whoever loses this game has got a lot of decisions to make. Oh, either yeah. if it's the Chargers, do we fire? How long do we go with this Staley? Mm-hmm. And if it's Minnesota, it's like we can maybe get a first round for Cousins, who's going to be a free agent and can yeah. leave for nothing. Yeah. So it's like, why? And if we're 0 3, we got to pay Justin Jefferson probably, what, close to 30 yeah. million. And then we can just tank the rest of the way. There's all these good quarterbacks coming up. Boom. We got Jefferson. We're right back in it in a year. Yeah. I, mm. I think if I'm Minnesota, I think that to me is a much more appealing situation if I'm a Vikings fan. Chargers fan, this is just infuriating because it's like yeah. you either say, I want to lose this game and just get Staley out because uh, mm-hmm. there's nothing where, like like what he did last year when you save your job at the end by making the playoffs. And then yeah. and then people think, oh, well, he made the playoff last year. It's like, yeah, and look where you are this year. So to me, it just feels just – this is just – the better team should win. I think the Chargers are the better team. I think they got more playmakers on offense. They got more uh, playmakers on defense. They're the better team. And so I, I'm going to go with the Chargers to win, even though I think Joshua Kelly can have a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, again, I just don't trust Minnesota's defense to be able to stop. And Kirk Cousins is going to have his, like, he's the number one quarterback in fantasy yeah. right now. He's so he's going to put up the, he's going to put up the points. This is going to be a shootout. Neither team can stop anything. Uh, so I think it is, you're right. It's going to be a fun game. I'm going 31, 28 chargers, but I'm not betting it. Yeah. Uh, you're one point it. for me. I've got it 30 to 28 for the chargers uh, back and forth action here. Definitely going to hit the over uh, in a dome. So we're not going to have to worry about the weather. Um, just a shootout. Now, it's going to be whose defense can stand up. And I think at the end, the Chargers have a better defense in terms of yeah. it. Um, and Minnesota, you know, it, uh, the way that uh, Herbert has been opening up that secondary, I think it's going to be a problem for Minnesota. Um, so, you know, but again, it's that back and forth because Kirk Cousins has Justin Jefferson and, and the Chargers have shown that you know, Miami was just tossing the ball around. So, you know, this is this is going to be just like that back and forth. Yeah, 30 to 28. Yeah, and this has got to be like a good game for um, Joey Bosa. You know, yeah. He needs to have a good game because he's starting to look like the Liam Hensworth to the Chris Hensworth compared uh, to like his brother Bosa. Nick Bosa is just coming off getting that contract. Sack first game back. And Bosa's been bad. Like He hasn't yeah. really been able to put pressure. Like They couldn't get any sacks against an injured Miami team. So I'd, he's got to really step up. So I think you're going to see him getting a couple sacks on, on Cousins today. So I think, yeah, I think they're going to win. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next big game, AFC. Uh, Cleveland is 1-1. One one. Tennessee, 1-1. One one. Both uh, displaying some pretty good defenses when you actually come down to it. Stalwarts against the run. But a bit disappointing for both of them. I think the, thus far, Deshaun Watson uh, has struggled, uh, struggled against Pittsburgh, and Tennessee has also struggled as well. They're both one and one, but Cleveland is three and a half point favorites at home. It is going to be wet. 41 and a half points is the over under. Uh, passing game could be down on this one. Uh, Nick Chubb, they're saying it's not a season, uh, a career ending injury. 
Uh, they think actually- <laughs> he didn't even tear his ACL. Yeah, it was only his MCL. Like he's yeah. yeah. Um, what my God, what is his tendons made out of? Those yeah, things. No, Just to, that is the most classic Nick Chubb story. It's like yeah. the most horrific knee injury. It's like yeah, it's only a bruise. Yeah, no, it's only a flesh wound. Well, it's still bad. It's not going to be. Still, it's still it's, bad. But six to eight months when people are saying like career ending that. Yeah, no. Like, six to eight months. I mean, it's, 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 it's end of the, of the season, but. Um, yeah, but it's not a torn ACL. It's not a year. No, yeah, like, no, exactly. Back to, good for Nick Chubb. That, that yeah. was actually a nice little story coming out of yeah. it. Like, he is he is the best. He is good. So what, how do you like in this one? It's going to be a wet day in Cleveland. Well, I don't. I think this is just. This is going to be a tough game because I think you have two kind of similar teams. Like neither team can really move the ball in the air. Like Deshaun Watson's been bad, and there's just no sugarcoating it. Mm-hmm. You can't use the excuse like, "Oh, he's still getting back into it." The guy's been in the league for seven years. Michael Vick went to prison within like six games. He was like yeah. MVP considered. So like, he just doesn't look the same. He doesn't. Look, yeah, doesn't have that many weapons, and now the main the the cog in that machine, the the game plan that all teams did was Nick Chubb coming yeah. into it, right? No one's sitting there now. They're going to focus it all on Deshaun Watson. How can we mess this guy up? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is better for Deshaun because he never really had a running game in Houston. He just used to just ball it up and just throw it up. Maybe they'll just go back to that. But um, I'm going to go with Tennessee. I I think Vrabel's just a better better coach. I think. Uh, Henry, Derrick Henry in this rain, it's a mutter. It's just going to yeah. run, just going to run over people. It's going to be a, a big game for him. And I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be an ugly, a uh, little ugly game. But I think Tennessee's good enough. And I think I'm going to say 2017 for Tennessee. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty close here. I got a 20 to 18. Um, low scoring. Um, but again, the running for game. Tennessee? Is, for Tennessee? For Tennessee. Yeah, I've got a Tennessee upset in this one. Um just the low scoring, the rain, uh, and it comes down to it. Both of them are pretty good in the defense. You know, they, they've both been good shutting down the run. Um, but I, I really think that Derrick Henry is the is the the key here. You know, he's, you know, whatever you can use Ford or if you're going to use Hunt, but he's got that, he's got that breakthrough power. He's got that veteran power. He's seen this stuff before. Um, so I, I think, yeah, low scoring game, you know, probably could be like 6-3 at the half, kind of one of those kind of games. 20 to 18, Cleveland uh, loses. Uh, Tennessee yeah. gets the win. It's going to be a lot of ugly football at the six. People are going to be like, good Lord. It's just like fumbles, yeah. drops. Very low it's scores. Very wet. It's going to be yeah. sloppy. Sloppy. Sloppy like a Joe. Sloppy Heading into Jacksonville, uh, where it turns out, uh, how come they don't love me no more, Uncle Phil? Uh, turns out the fan's not so big <laughs> on Jacksonville. Uh Basically, yeah, most of the fans had said, yeah, you can go 46%, so they don't care. We're not giving you so money. So if, if the Jags move to London, would they instantly become your second favorite team? No. <laughs> they would no. be mine. Really? They definitely be. They would be my backup team always. Like, well, once the Bills are out, I would cheer for the Jags because they're the local team. Well, so I would, but I, I, I don't. I can't see them moving here. Come on. They'll, they'll move no, to Austin. They moved to Austin, Texas before they moved there. It's a hypothetical. Look, if a team did come to the UK, it would. But we've all talked Jerry, about Jerry, there's no way Jerry Jones would allow a team in Austin, Texas. <laughs> oh, he would. Texas is big, man. San Antonio, Austin. Um oh, if any if any state could have two teams, Texas, definitely. Yeah. They're freaking high school games or like NFL games. Oh, gotcha. And uh, you know, it's not it's no Colorado State Buffalo. Um 
Ooh, that was an ugly game. 35 nothing at the half. I'm, you know, I, I kind of needed that loss because I was so sick of hearing about Coach Prime, to be perfectly honest with you. It's yeah. a great story, but it's two weeks into the season. My God, people were talking like they've never seen coaching like this before. It's just yeah. like, part of me was just like, it's just a coach. Like, he's yeah. not, he's not like, he's not. And so I think they needed that humbling because it just felt like, that was just a T the problem with someone like Dion as good as he is as great motivator, because that's what he is. Yeah. Is he probably puts in that cockiness a bit too much too, mm-hmm. where, where these kids just feed off it. And then they just, there maybe they start thinking we're all Dion's and then, but you got to be able to like back driving a Rolls Royce when you're in yeah, college and stuff yeah. like that. And then they, they were walking over the logo before yeah. the game. And I'm just like, I was just like, you guys got to stop this. Yeah. So, um, that was actually Correct. good for, college football for Dion to lose because it was getting just the noise is just too annoying and it's just like it's been two games guys calm down yeah too much too much chatter Never, we're not yeah too much we're not going to hear a lot of chatter down in Jacksonville or as I said before it is going to be wet 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 like the band uh Jacksonville <laughs> is one and one nobody loves a Jacksonville Houston is oh and two uh Tunsil looks like he's out for them Jacksonville nine and a half point spreads in this one uh, hot, wet, 44 points is the over-under in this one. Nine and a half, quite a bit uh, for Jacksonville. Yeah, well, especially if it's going to be this messy weather game too, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think nine and a half just feels crazy. Yeah. Uh, especially the way, but again, what kind of worries me is that Stroud's been able to be effective passing, but if it's going to be a wet, miserable, rainy day, it's going to be tough for him yeah. out there, especially with these NFL defenses. So I got it. I can't imagine this being like a high-scoring game. I'd like to see um, Damian Pierce get utilized more. He is not. He's not your bench, like, though, isn't he? He's no. He's. I think he's still starting because okay. I got no one. Really, I got to wait one more week till Kamara comes back, uh, so uh, and I can put him in. But I've already lost hunts. I, I just. I can't really. I don't really have the dogs. Yeah. right now you mean but I, got, I got good receivers so i can yeah. make a good move i can make a good move so uh, but yeah i just like to see him get involved because he's got 50 yards in two games like he was really good last year and these are the types of games where you need um him i think tensile is a game time so if he plays yeah that definitely makes me feel a bit better um so i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna go jacksonville to win but i don't think it's, i'm gonna go 20 to 14 yeah, I'm the same with you. They're at low scoring. Nine and a half is too much. Um, yeah. I've I've got it at seven. 23-16. Um, low scoring, uh, wet. Uh, Travis Etienne, maybe uh, Tank uh, Bigsby having a good game because they're just going to have to run the ball the whole time. And and when it comes down to the running game, it's going to be on Jacksonville's side. I just see a lot of, yeah, a lot of drop balls, a lot of wetness. It's still going to be wet too in New Jersey uh, where that field has been eating ankles. Uh, for the past couple of years, uh, New England is coming in 0 and 2, and they're facing a 1 and 1 New York Jets team. Uh, New England, two and a half point favorites in this one. Again, wet, wet, wet. 37 points is the over under in this one. Um, man, this is going to be, uh, you know, you've got someone where, you know, Tua has always beaten Bill Belichick, and Mac Jones has, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Zach Wilson has never beaten Bill Belichick. Um, this is going to be yeah. a tough one, uh, especially with the weather. And, you know, you got Brees Hall complaining about not getting enough touches. You know, Zach Wilson trying to f- throw that ball around in some crazy wet weather. 
Another low scoring point. (laughs) He had one of the worst games of a of a quarterback ever last year against New England, where he kept throwing these terrible interceptions. Belichick, they haven't beat him since 2015. Um, and this is Belichick's Super Bowl, right? Like he's just like, I'm not losing this streak. He's 0-2. Belichick's never been, I think, 0-3, probably as a Patriots coach. Um, so I I can't imagine he's sitting there thinking like there is no way I'm losing to Zach Wilson when my team's 0-2. Um, so I think this is gonna be again ugly little close game. I just Zach Wilson just can't do it. I think that they just they're just making a terrible if they're just gonna ride this out the rest of the season and waste another year of this great defense. Mm-hmm. Cause what's gonna happen is the bill's gonna come when all these guys oh, yeah. get paid. And you're not gonna be able to pay them all. And then you're gonna have a then you then you've wasted this tea. Like that's why the Minnesota game, what happens with that? Because if Cousins loses and they want to trade him, the Jets should definitely yeah. throw a first to mm-hmm. Minnesota for Cousins and just say, Yeah, let's do this. Especially if you're 0 3, which yeah. I think they're going to be, because I'm gonna pick the Patriots, because I just like Belichick's pissed. And I think an angry Belichick is gonna take it out on Zach Wilson. And he hates the Jets with an absolute passion. And I think he loves this streak that he has. And I don't think he ever wants it to end. So I'm going to go Bill Belichick to win uh, 21 uh, to 17. Yeah. And the Jets actually are, are not owing to it. They're, they got a win. Remember, they beat Buffalo week one. Um, I remember. Yeah. Um, we can't uh, beat Zach Wilson. He's genuinely the winningest quarterback against yeah. us in, in the last little while. It's uh, look same thing. I'm with you on this one. Uh, Belichick is going to you know, strangle them. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see the motivation of the Jets defense because they are ferocious. Um, what kind of pressure they put on if they're able to stop Stevenson or if, you know, how Mac Jones is going to be able to move that ball around. But I still trust Bill Belichick more than that. Low scoring, you know, game, the, 30, the 37 points, the over-under. I've got it 21-13. 37 points. Oh, 37 God, points, Jesus. the over-under. Yeah. That is low. 21-13 is what I'm calling it. Uh, another game which looked like it was going to be good. New Orleans is two and zero, and they're uh, visiting a Green Bay Packers team who is two point favorites, one and one. Forty three points is the over under in this one. Green Bay missing quite a few people in this one. Bakhtiari looks like he's going to be out. Jared Alexander is going to be out. Aaron Jones, um, a lot of injuries uh, missing here. You also have a New Orleans team that you know also hasn't let anyone score twenty points over them in the past twelve games. Um, so this will be a big defensive matchup here. Well, I think Whether Jones practiced. Jones practiced, I think. So he's a game time decision. So mm-hmm. I think if he plays, that's a big um a big Alexander fix. Um, being I don't though. yeah, I think Bakhtiari is huge because I think yeah. again, if Christian Watson's healthy and they're they're it's a tough one because I really like the New Orleans defense, but I really hate the New Orleans offense. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's kind of I don't I think the fact that the Packers are at home, I think Derek Carr on the road is just not a great quarterback. So I'm going to go with the Packers, even though I think, the, to me, this is, like they said, I think the line's only like one and a half. To me, this yeah. is just like a pickup. Mm-hmm. I uh, literally, it could, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think Love's going to fight. Love's going to struggle. But I think if Aaron Jones plays, which is why I'm picking this, I think he's can be the difference maker. So I'm going to go 23 to 17 um and i just have no faith in Derek carr he looks shot he looks like the old Derek carr is going to get you 17 points a game and that's mm-hmm. it even though you've got olave michael thomas like you sh- you've got weapons you should be able to do better so it just looks like to me the saints are gonna have like probably 
11, 12 wins and just get smoked in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it, is it's what I, well, that's how I foresee it happening. You know, I, and I would, uh, when I started looking at this ahead of time, I did have Green Bay by about three or four points uh, to win it. But then the more I've started looking at the injuries and you're like, oh, I, I don't know. I, I still think a really tight game. Um, but I've got New Orleans uh, just pipping them. I just knew be- it. You can't, you can't bring yourself to pick. No, Green no, Bay. no. I could. I did have Green Bay, but I think Jared Alexander is a big one for them because who's going? You know, that's that's him. He's a shutdown guy, so that just gives Olave or any, you know, or, or Thomas uh, an opportunity. You know, when you lose a key aspect of that, it's to me. I'm looking at the key losses, and that's it. If Green Bay was fully healthy, I would pick Green Bay, but I'm not. Yeah. So I've got uh, New Orleans to win 20 to 18. Uh, another tight one here <clears throat> with uh, Jalen Waddle. Looks like he is out for this game as Denver is 0-2. Coming into Miami where it's going to be hot, hot, hot and wet, wet, wet. Uh, Miami is 2-0. Six and a half point spread favorites in this one. 48 points is the over-under. Um, you know, Miami's 2-0. Denver really needs a win here. They got a chance. I think this is going to be close. I don't. I think six and a half seems a bit much. I think Sean Payton has at least kept the games close. He's mm-hmm. been in, um, like even though he had to do a hail mary, and 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 Russ has looked better, but he also looks slow and and he doesn't have a lot of weapons. Yeah. So um, I think Miami losing Waddle definitely hurts. I think. Because I think Patrick Sertain is one of the best corners in the league. So he can, if he shadows Tyreek, then that really, like, they need what? Chosen Anderson? Yeah. Uh, Robbie Anderson to come in and, and get to ball. So to me, it's going to either be, they, they're going to be able to have to run it through Mostert, uh, really use him. But that Denver defense, which we thought was going to be better, has really been a disappointment. So I think mm-hmm. they're going to have to try and get to Tua. And I think the fact that Tua's, all about timing and the fact that he has these two stud speed guys. It's going to be interesting to see when one's not open, the other's not open. Is he going to get more sacks because he's not going to have that speed at his disposal all the time now? So and to be to me, this is going to be a fascinating game to watch um, because I also Sean Payton's got to be at the point where it's like I came back and I'm losing every game, lost to the Raiders, lost to Washington. Uh, So I think he's going to want to not be 0-3 basically. And with, especially then there's going to be start questions about what are we doing with Russ? Is, is he going to keep playing? So Russ is kind of playing for his future as a quarterback in this league. So I think Miami wins still. I think they're the better team. I think Mike McDaniel will be able to scheme up a few good things. And Tyreek's still Tyreek. He's yeah. going to be able to bust one. Um, so I'm going to go with the Dolphins to win uh, 24-20. But I think they'll cover the, the Broncos. Yeah, no, I'm with you uh, on the cover and on the under as well. Uh, you know, the Denver team, you know, they're. I think, the, you know, they've been playing games close and they've been putting up some points, which a lot of people didn't expect them to. Uh, to be able to push the running game against Miami, where they've struggled against it, obviously against the Chargers a couple of weeks ago, um, could be some, you know, there could be some really good fantasy points there as well. The weather will play a crazy factor in it. And who knows, with, with the pouring down and really hot, obviously Florida's going to have the advantage. But, you know, scrambling around in those wet fields, uh, slipping and sliding. So it's going to be very difficult. So I've got it 26 to 21, uh, just under the over of 48. Uh, but Miami winning by five in that one uh, and Denver being able to cover. Uh, shuffling off, Buffalo is heading to Washington, uh, where Washington is 2-0 and and Buffalo is 1-1. and Buffalo six and a half point favorites in this one and a 44 and a half point spread. 
but we all know the weather is going to be crazy in this one. Um, Josh Allen looked like him old, his old self last week. Um, ben Washington, you know, Sam Howell and the defense have been keeping their games up. They're 2-0. and uh, I don't really think they have a chance here against the Buffalo team. How do you like Yeah, I Well, I do like, I obviously, I do like Buffalo. I think, again, one thing that worries me is Josh, from watching the Bills, is Josh Allen has been very questionable in, in bad weather games. And mm-hmm. rain, snow, really sloppy. Like, lots of mistakes, fumbles, really so many fumbles, which I think could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think from a and then the fact that they they do have that, that defensive line, which is one of the best in the league. And Chase Young was back last week, had a sack. So he's maybe looking better. So they're going to have to get the ball out. So they're going to have to use James Cook a lot more. The fact that in this type of weather, they got guys like Latavius Murray and Damian Harris, kind of these bigger mm-hmm. guys that really work in this weather. So I think you're going to see more of them than someone like James Cook this week. Uh, but I think, again, they're just – they're going to have to use Dalton Kincaid. I think Diggs is still going to be Diggs. He's going to get his targets. He's going to get his catches. And the real question is, is just can Washington keep up? Because they're going to have to basically see if they have the offense to keep up with Buffalo if it goes into that. And Sam Howells had made some big throws, but he's also taken a lot of sacks – Mm-hmm. So I think the Bills D-line can get at them. But I am worried. I think this is going to be a bit closer. But I think Buffalo does cover. I'm going to go uh, 27-20. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is the one that Buffalo, as you say, the, the weather's going to obviously play a factor in if, if Allen is going to be silly and getting rid of the ball. Um, but, you know, it, Kincaid, I think, could have a good one. If, if, if Allen can get the, the ball off, use him, short short things, uh, because Washington has struggled against tight ends. Uh, Again, I think Buffalo, it's going to be a little slow to start, and then Buffalo opens it up in the second half as the as maybe the clouds open up. I've got it 30 to 13. Um, Buffalo easily beating them. Uh, oh, wow. I, I, I don't have much. Uh, I think Buffalo, to me in this one, this is like, uh, okay, we need separation here. We're one and one. Um, so I think you need to beat you need to beat this 2-0 team. Atlanta is heading into Detroit, uh, where Detroit is one and one. Three and a half point favorites. Atlanta, 2-0. 46 points is the over-under in this one. Uh, Detroit will be nice and covered. But, um, you know, Atlanta, uh, it's this disrespect for a team who's 2-0. and And I know you've not been betting Atlanta. No, I haven't. I've, I kind of want to bet against them this week. I kind of like Detroit, even though it's only three, which is kind of that nice, yeah. um, even though it does could push it. But I think Detroit, this could be a fun game because it's the Bijan versus Jameer Gibbs game, really. Yeah. Because Gibbs now no longer, you know, Montgomery's out. So you're not going to have him taking those touches. So he's going to get a lot more work. Um, I think Detroit, the fact that last week was their home opener and they really kind of felt like coming off that KC win to just kind of put up a a stinker at home. Um, And the fact that Atlanta's played two home games and this is their first road game for Ritter's. Ritter's probably first NFL road game. So going to be loud. I think Detroit's going to, and again, Dan Campbell's going to, they're going to come at, Ritter and make him beat him and if you're like a Kyle Pitts owner you just like I am you just put him in and you just hope he hope he does something yeah which I have no real faith that Ritter is able to get that pass again to me it's all about Bijan just give it to Bijan all the time give it to Will like yeah. the old Fresh Fresh Prince episode just give yeah. it to Will just give it to Bijan you got do a couple throws down the field to Drake London because he's tall and he can get yep. catch the one on one-on-ones be smart, but I think to me, Detroit at least 
can move the ball a lot mm-hmm. better than than Atlanta. The fact that they're at home, so I like um, I like Detroit. I think they're going to win. I think Atlanta's been good, but I think three and zero is a lot. It would be asking a crazy start for your team. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Detroit to win uh, twenty seven to twenty three. I uh, <clears throat> I know you're not liking Atlanta. I like Atlanta here, um, and I think Detroit. You know they've got a lot of injuries going on with them. Um, you know, I, I just vacillated whether or not I wanted, I, I thought Atlanta could win based on the amount of injuries. I mean, you, you look at what they did. They just run the ball. You know, it's just run, 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 run the ball, um, which is good. And, and um, Detroit has struggled against that, you know, especially if you get past Hutchinson, right, some open space. I, I think this is going to be a closer game. I do have Detroit winning by two. I've got it 23-21. Um, I think Atlanta covers this one. It's going to be tight. Good down to a field goal at the last minute. Um, but I think Atlanta keeps it close uh, and covers this game. The last, uh, another one we got, the AFC one, is uh, Baltimore, who, uh, man, talk about some injuries they've been having. Baltimore is very uh, They're 2-0. and been cursed the last couple of years. Just like three years in a row. Yeah, continuous yeah. injuries. But they're seven and a half point favorites as Indianapolis is one and one comes visiting. Uh, Indianapolis can't really count them out. You know, they've been playing... They, they they walloped up on the on the Texans early last week uh, to capitalizing on some mistakes. But this is Baltimore. This is Baltimore at home. The weather is going to be hellish. Uh, as we said, 44 points is the over-under in this one. Uh, seven and a half point spread. Um, Baltimore, is there anything Indianapolis can do to stop this Baltimore machine? I, I mean, yeah. It's, again, it, it, it's a machine until the weather kicks in and then it just, then it's kind of out of order. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of got to try and get through this game because all your whole game plan goes out the door when it's like a monsoon type yeah. weather. And if it's going to be like that, you're not going to have the downfield passing, which, which I think Lamar wants to do a bit more. Like, like him and Josh Allen are the one, two uh, passing accuracy, which you know, a couple of years ago, no one would ever would have thought would happen because yeah, yeah. they're just playing smart with the ball. So I just think it's going to be a close, close, ugly little game. I think the fact that Minshew's in makes me nervous. Again, they have no weapons. You got Minshew passing it to Pittman. So again, yeah. I think it's going to be ugly, but I can't see um, Indianapolis scoring much, to be honest with you. I'm going to go 20 to 10. I just okay. think it's not going to be this huge scoring game. It makes me worried about whether I should start Lamar, but I think mm-hmm. he's going to get you enough running yards that it'll make it worth it, even if he only probably throws one touchdown. But in weather, big weather games like rain, you rarely see shootouts. You know, almost never. So yeah. I'm going to go low scoring and Baltimore because yeah. Indy's just got nobody. They're in good competitive at least every game, but. Yeah, I think it was that defense, and, and and I don't know. They just seem plucky, as we've said before. Uh, I, I don't know. The, the injuries to Baltimore worries me. you got defensive injuries. You've got offensive line injuries. You've got just so many key talent. So I like Indianapolis to cover this. I think seven and a half is a lot. Um, I've got it 23 to 20, uh, three-point spread. Uh, and Indianapolis keeps it close, but Baltimore ends up grinding just past them. Again, it's going to be probably the Lamar running game uh, show today uh, because, you know, who do you trust more with the ball? <laughs> You're not going to give it to a running back. Just let Lamar run it himself. And if you find some holes in that in that Indianapolis uh, whole, uh, secondary, eh, goodbye. And speaking of goodbye, goodbye to the Carolina Panthers because you're 0-2. Uh, they're visiting a Seattle team who's 1-1, <clears throat> who's also, you know, got a big emotional win 
Uh, but there's six point favorites in this one, 42 points in Seattle. Weather should be fine. Uh, six points, Carolina, man, um, struggling uh, with Bryce Young. Uh, not sure what's going to happen there. Uh, well, Seattle, he's out. Dalton, yeah, the ginger, Dalton, ginger, the ginger, 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 ninja. Yes. So, how do you it's, like this team in, in Seattle? First of all, can we say this is like the worst um, run of nine o'clock games maybe ever in NFL history? This is the, pretty bad. The ones it's that a pretty were, bad it's, slate. There's three games, and they're all literally unwatchable, in my opinion. I actually might at nine o'clock switch to the Wales Australia rugby game. Watch the second half of that. Or shame. Once nine, once nine o'clock hits, because I'd rather watch that than some you of miss these the games. Bears Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, Bears Chiefs, right? So again, the fact that Bryce Young came out and Dalton comes in, the line didn't even move. So mm-hmm. I think they just that's all people. That's all they have to say. What Vegas or anyone thinks of this Carolina team? They just have no identity. They have yeah. no offense. You got Thielen. And Chuba Hubbard, and like, it's just none of these guys are going to make you worried. Like I mean, they have absolutely no weapons, so I just can't imagine. At least Seattle, where they got Jackson, Sutherland, they got Metcalf, you got Lockett, you got um, Walker, who had two touchdowns last week. See, I think Seattle wins this easily. Um, I just think, how can you pick Carolina? to even be competitive. They're just a bad football team right now that literally looks like they have a quarterback that's too small to play this game. And they're going to regret this when the number one pick goes to the Bears next year. And uh, then you get Caleb Williams and everything is good again for the Bears. So, um, yeah, I just think Seattle whoops them. I think Carolina is a bad football team who has, has no identity. And I think Dalton will come and maybe bring some stability Maybe yeah. a bit of that, that moxie that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just not going to be able to keep up. I think Gino's going to have a good game. Um, I'm going to go 28 uh, to 14. Um, yeah, I just, I think it's the Carolina defense. It's actually, they're a bit of Carolina gold, if you will. And But I, I, I think that they'll be able to at least make things difficult. I don't think Seattle, I mean, their defense is not good. And I don't think Seattle is as good as everyone's hyping them up to be. I still think they're kind of a garbage team. That being said, though, uh, I, I think they'll win, but I think Carolina will keep that spread tight. Uh, it's six-point spread. I've got it like four or five. I've got it 26-21. Uh, Carolina is able to keep it tight. Maybe just on the fact that you do have Andy Dalton with a bit more of that veteranness uh, there. He's been yeah. around. So, you know, I, I could see him motivating his guys to keep it close, and hopefully that defense makes a few plays and, and Geno's in trouble. 12.5-point spread is this one, uh, Dallas, 2-0. and Hey, Arizona almost came back, almost beat the Giants last week. They're 0-2. Uh, 43 and a half points over under. Uh, it's in Arizona. Um, what can you say? Micah Parsons, uh, when you look at it, and Robert Salah's like, I guess, or who is it, Nathaniel Hackett? We didn't really prepare for him, I guess. Oh, um, God, yeah. How do you not prepare? Like, watching him just, it's it was like watching. Too busy watching Goldfinger. Too busy yeah. watching Goldfinger. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I think this is going to be a beatdown. I think um, I might even bet this one, the 12 and a half. I usually don't like to bet that, but yeah. sometimes it just feels so juicy just sitting there. Because, like, how is Michael Parsons not going to have a field day against Josh Dobbs? Like, they have the offense, like with Pollard, Lamb. You know, they're going to be able to move the ball up and down the field. Um, I think Dak Prescott against Jonathan Gannon, some of his best games of his mm-hmm. career. And I think that Dallas defense, especially after losing, uh, they did lose Diggs at the torn ACL in practice, yeah. which is devastating to that team because he was no, so good. Yeah. Just got a big new contract. Um, but 
you can recover from a corner. Like it's not like he lost Michael Parsons. So I think they're gonna want to win it for him. They're gonna for their their man down. So I think this could be beat down. I gotta go like thirty six to like ten. Ooh, that is a beat down. Uh, yeah, yeah. I you know look uh, Arizona. They were holding on. They were holding on last week. Uh, Connor and uh, they have I, covered both games. Arizona they have covered. And so the thing is, I can see Dallas opening up a can of whoop ass to start. But Carolina, maybe, or not, uh, sorry, Arizona, maybe keeping it, grinding it close. 12 and a half is too much. I got a 10. I got a 28 18. I just can't go 12 and a half. Hey, I think that Dallas is going to look ahead. And if they are, you know, look ahead to next week, it's like, okay, we won this one. And let's get ready for next week because this is, this is a look over game. Um, another look over game is going to Kansas City where the Bears are, are visiting um, Patrick Mahomes, who they famously turned down, even though they said they're going to take. And so he has yeah. a grudge against Chicago. Chicago's 0-2. Still using Justin Fields as a pocket passer, which is interesting, considering he should not be used to this one. Kansas City is 1-1. Obviously, they lost to Detroit, but they're 13-point favorites. 49 points is the over-under here. I'm going to say it. Uh, the Bears get blown out in this one. They do. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't think I, we have a chance. No, I don't, I don't either. It's like you want to take the Chiefs on, on the 12 and a half. Where whereas the difference I think between this is that I feel like at least with Justin Fields, he can get you those weird garbage touchdowns at the end of games that can kind of beat the spread. Um and Kansas City's offense has just looked weird. It hasn't looked to be so dominant. They haven't been able to they they don't Tony, they lost Tony with their injury. I don't think he's gonna be playing. So they're literally yeah. now hundred percent pretty much dependent on Kelsey, who's still kind of nursing, coming back. He's not fully back yet but so i think that i think the bears could can keep this close within 10 but um i just think they, they're just not going to be able, but i think if fields now knows he's he, all that pressure everything mm-hmm. he's just got to go out there and just he's got to run it more he's yeah. got to play loose and they just got to let him chuck it and let him just play the way he played last year at the end mm-hmm. um because if he keeps losing and they get a high pick they're just gonna move on from him oh like, yeah definitely there's this is his one shot, especially when you have these two high picks that are definitely coming. Um, and the Bears defense, this is a perfect game for Mahomes at home with that defense. So, um, But I think a late touchdown is what's going to be. So I'm going to go 27-17 for the Chiefs. Yeah, I've got it 33-16. Uh, I've got them just beating us. Uh, look, we fall apart in the second half. Past two games, we've just given up. So even if they have a bit of a lead, I've just seen what we've done. And, and at home, um, the motivation, if we get into a, a K-hole, which I've just learned uh, <laughs> a definition of, I don't think I'm using it properly. But if you go into that K-hole, um, you know, you're in the Kansas City hole. What are, what are you going to do? I can't see it's coming out 33 to 16. I don't even know how we'll get to 16. I, I really don't. <laughs> I, I put that down there and then I looked at it and I go, where the hell are we getting 16 from? Uh, but I have us pushing the 49. Uh, heading off to Vegas, uh, Jimmy G is one and one. They're two and a half point favorites over Pittsburgh, who had struggled at one and one. Um, still some injuries. Uh, 43 points is the over under here. Vegas is at home taking on Pittsburgh. You've been big on Pittsburgh all year. How do you like them here? Well, I do like them here. I just think Raiders from watching last week, like the Raiders are just a bad, they're not a good team. Mm-hmm. They, Jimmy G's fine, but he's not going to. He's not going to score you tons of points. They don't have a great defense. And I think when the Bills, who at least were able to put a lot of pressure on 
the Raiders last week, and I think that TJ Watt's going to be making hell for him. Um, like he had Jacobs, who's still not back to fully like game shape, because again, nine carries, negative two yards. Yeah. Um, so again, I just think I don't know how they're going to move the ball. They they only really have Devontae Adams. If you can take him out, they're just they got nothing. Uh, so I think Kenny Pickett. This will probably be like a good game for him because he doesn't have to play a, a good, strong, crazy defense mm-hmm. coming at him. So like he's had to play Cleveland and San Francisco, like two of the toughest defenses in the league. So I think this is a good old bounce back game for him. So I think, but I think Pittsburgh wins this. They're at home. They should win this. Um, I'm going to go uh, 24 to 14. Whoa, 10-point beating. Jeez. 10-point. I don't have it that much. You know, it's in Vegas, so... Uh, oh, sorry. Even if it's in Vegas, I still yeah. think. Uh, I, I've got uh, I got Vegas to keep it close, but not close enough. I've got Pittsburgh 23 to 20. I, I, like you, I just find that there's a lot of things missing on that team. And you sort of go, you can score, and then they have some moments of okayness, and then some other moments you're just like, oh, geez, you guys don't deserve to be here. I think Pittsburgh just has that bit more of that hunger at this point. Yeah. Um. And and I think you know obviously when you look at coaching, I, I'm going to go with Tomlin all day. So I've got them to win 23 to 20, uh, upset um, and beat Vegas at home. Uh, Philadelphia is two and zero. Tampa Bay is two and zero. A couple of years ago, this would have been a game. Um. But four and a half points for Philly, uh, favorite in this one. Yeah. You know, uh, Tampa Bay's running shutdown has been all right. 46 points is the over under. The weather should move on since this one, um, you know, it's it's late, but who knows? Um, Tampa Bay at home. Uh, how do you like this one? A Philadelphia favorite four and a half. Uh, well, I like Phil. Actually, I I like I know I like Tampa to keep it close. I think Philly's just been a bit weird this year. They haven't really been able to be as dominant as they were last year when they were just blowing out teams and just beating up teams. I think. The Bucks have a good enough defense that they can they can keep this close. And Baker's at least confident. Mike Evans is playing well. They're at least able to move the ball. I think um, they're going to be able to kind of fight and keep this close. I just need to see more for the Eagles. You know, you got Jalen Hurts, who's not not as dominant. You got A.J. Brown. They're screaming at each other on the sidelines. Like, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. What's going to happen? Are they going to force it to him early to try and like, keep him happy? So, um, or is he just going to be like ignore him again? Just be like as long as we're winning. But I think I think T- Tampa and Baker, are a fun little team that can keep it close. So I'm going to say they lose by three. I think it's okay. a little tight. Tight. I go 27-24. Eagles win. Yeah, my my only concern is that Tampa Bay offensive line, which gets pounded into. Um, I can't. Uh, I don't know. I just see the running game. I could just see them running right through it. Um, the defense has been there. I don't know how the weather obviously is going to play a factor um, in it, uh, you know, to, just because, you know, obviously if there's going to be some stuff, but it's Monday night, I don't think it should be. Um, so I'm actually going to go Philadelphia to cover this one. I've got them to win 26 to 20. Um, and as a result, uh, they eke out the victory and Tampa Bay takes their first loss. The final game, the final game is the Rams. They're one and one. Puka Nakua, whatever his name, um, he's been doing well. And Cincinnati, who is 0-2. They're two and a half point favorites in this one. Total is 43 and a half. Um, how are you liking how are you liking this one? Cincinnati 0-2, well, though, man. Joe Burrow not looking. I don't well, we don't even know if Joe Burrow's playing. It doesn't no, I don't seem think he's like supposed he to. Is. No, it, yeah. It doesn't it. So if that's the case, I'm I'm going with the Rams. I just yeah. think 
the fact that even though Nakua has been a bit injured, and so does Tutu Atwell a little bit. So I think both of them are kind of nagging injuries, but they'll probably play. But I think Stafford, like we said last week, they're just having yeah. fun. They're just throwing it around the yard. They're just like, no one thinks we can do anything. Let's take guys from the stands, put them in, throw them, get yeah. them 100 yards. Let's just have fun. So, um, and if Burrow doesn't play, I don't even know who their backup is. Um, the fact that they haven't even looked good with Burrow, so I can't imagine that this guy's going to come in and just really move the ball. Um, so I'm going to go with the sneaky Rams upset, even yeah. though I don't even know if it's an upset if Burrow doesn't play. Um, I wouldn't consider it that so much. They did trade Acres, so their running game is going to be interesting, they, what they yeah. do. But I just think if Burrow's out, I just I just can't see a victory, even though they are the better team. They should still win. But I'm going to just go, just be a hater and just okay. hate on Cincy. Uh, and I'm going to go 23-20 Rams win. Well, that's covering the spread because the spread's two and a half. So um, I've got it 26 to 20. I, I, you know, I, I just, even if it is A.J. McCarron or Jake Browning or whoever they do have it backing up, I just think the Bengals are a bit more motivated. It is at home. Uh, and the Rams have got those wins, but yeah, have they really? It's sort of up in the air. So I, I like Cincinnati at home. I like them to cover. I think it's still, it's, you know, they said Joe Mixon was taking some snaps at quarterback, so maybe they'll use him as well. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's scary. I, I, I'm big on uh, I'm big on uh, Cincinnati doing 26 to 20, uh, taking this victory here. That's it. That's it for our uh, wrap-up for uh, week three or our picks for week three. Make sure, hey, we've got NFL in London on DraftKings. Why don't you join us? Uh, we've got our own group. You can play along with us. And then uh, also check out the website. We'll be having more fun stuff as, of course, the London games come up. Uh, Ryan and I will be talking more about that as, of course, we get excited about all the games. Folks, good luck on week three. Thanks for listening. Hope you do well on your bets.